welcome to the single track session number 69 of the Trail Manners podcast, our last single track session of 2017. Yep. We're getting a little uh, late post on this. Right. Uh, Joel just traveled back from Christmas break. Yep. But as a trooper as he is, he jumps right on the microphone. So we'll record the show. This is almost live. It's Thursday, December 28th. Yep. 10, 16 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh-huh. And uh, hopefully we'll have this launched in a few hours. Yeah. Depends on my, all my Christmas returns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many times do you got to go to the post office to mail out $5 t-shirts? Oh, I only have one thing to mail out right now, and it's going to wait till at least tomorrow. Oh, there you go. But uh, hey, new studio. Yeah, new old studio. New old studio. We're <laughs> bringing back, it came back around, just like all fashion. So we are back at Bomber Studio, but we're at the, ori- I don't say original. This is the original, this is the original okay. one. So this is the original Bomber Studio. Right. Huge. It's massive. A lot of lighting. Oh, the lighting's gorgeous. Yeah, and we still have some pretty good views. I mean, we got some hills, some snow. Yeah, I mean, from this angle where we're sitting, you can see the Hill Air Force Base. Not much is going on out there right now. But uh, I think when the weather warms up, we can go out in the patio and Ooh, do I it like out that. there and like uh, have a view of Chin Scraper. And we could do it on one of the rowing machines or something. Yeah, I sold those. <laughs> oh, good. Because yeah. I didn't like those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a great view. I'm looking at a blue and white wall with a fire alarm on it. Yep. Because um, I didn't turn around, which I probably should have done. But uh, but yeah, hey, Merry Christmas. It's over. Uh, three days post Christmas Day. And you were in North, North Kakalaka. Ka- and it was it was cold right <laughs> well compared to utah no <laughs> you said it was like the 60 60 degrees yeah that first two, first day it was way warm so man. you're just rocking in the mankini crazy warm <laughs> for a hike in the woods i'm like i am not ready for this at all <laughs> didn't bring any shorts oh my gosh yeah yeah so you're just hiking around in levi's totally nice yeah nice so people are taking pictures of look at this guy well what's crazy is the the trails out by my parents house nobody goes on them Really? Nope. And pretty good trails? Yeah, kind of. A yeah. little, little scary back there. Really? Yeah. A little spooky. little hill bobs back there. So you Blair Witch. And total mix between Deliverance and Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah, straight up. We, we hiked back to this old slave cemetery. Oh, my gosh. That's right next to this abandoned gold mine. Holy cow. That, uh, just kind of checking that area out. And uh, the, the gold mine, the slave cemetery, is on private property. And I guess you really shouldn't be on it. And... Uh, the guy that owns it came out there. Uh-oh. With and shotgun? I was a little nervous, to be honest, because <laughs> he came out with this old beater Ford truck and just tearing shit up. Like, he was like he was running from the cops. It was Duke's Hazard. Oh, really? Yeah, and this is, like, out in his property. He doesn't care. And uh, he didn't say anything to us, and so we just kept on going. Nice. We were by the gold mine. He goes, you guys need to get in there. And I'm like, so yeah. you can kill us? What's going on? <laughs> Free hugs inside. Yeah, he's like, now nah, there's a bat in there. I'm like, yeah, I know this trick. I'm yeah. not falling for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the third time I've tried this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so actually, I did go in the gold mine and look at the bat. It was did a you? cool little bat. There was about five billion mosquitoes in there. Nice. Yeah. So plenty of bat food. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was only one bat, though. Huh. That's kind of scary. Yeah, it was scary. They don't hang out by themselves, do they? Yeah. Well, you were talking about the bat. I was talking about the hill bob. That oh. Was <laughs> inviting us into the gold mine. He was just running moonshine. That's why he was yeah, speeding he, so fast. Well, funny is he had a couple buddies with him there out there, and uh, one of them had like straight up like crocodile Dundee knife on his hill on his side belt. Nice. I'm like, yep, I see how this is going down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're on the count of three. Run, honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll distract them. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, good Christmas, though. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah, we got uh, pounded Christmas Eve with snow. I saw that. I came back to that. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, lots, lots of snow on yeah. Christmas Eve. I'm still so. digging out from it. Kids were happy. Um, we had a neighbor that snow blowed our pathway nice. in the morning, so that was kind of nice. So I got to yeah. go give him some like cheddar popcorn or re-gift something, I guess. Um, yeah, Christmas is over. Hope everybody had a good Christmas. Hope everything got what, you know got what they wanted. Uh, a bunch if of they, stuff. If you didn't, we still got a couple things in the Trail Manor store. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trail Manor stores loaded. Race registrations, all kinds of fun stuff. That's right. We even got a sweet little uh, care package. Christmas we did. Eve, it showed up on my door. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it was hand f- delivered from Vermont, right? I wish. Holy cow! We had like twenty five of my wife's family in our home. Oh, and it was packed. And the door, some just start banging on the door, and I'm yeah. like, another one. Like, I, I thought everybody we invited showed up, and right. I was dropping off a package, and I was going to open it. But I'm like, wait a minute. This right. is 25 people. Yeah. I have an idea what's in this box. Yep. I'm going to open it somewhere else. So on the down low. Yeah. Uh, but we got a Christmas card from uh, Santa and a Vermont elf. Mm-hmm. Some heady Topper four-pack. It looks pretty good. And for the record, I gave you two this morning. He did. Okay. For the record. He gave me two. Joel got two. If it was chocolate milk and cheese curds, you would have kept it. I would have said, man, I think someone came by and dropped some stuff <laughs> off, but the animals got to it before <laughs> yeah. I opened the door. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for the heady topper. Um, I cannot wait to tie into that when I, I put I wasn't going to have a beer tonight, but now I'm going to have one. Yeah, I'm going to turn my uh, new Amazon Fire Stick on my TV to a fire. There you sit go. Sit there and, and, you know, like on that. my TV and have, have my... My heady topper tonight. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Christmas did, is coming gone. Did you get anything good? Um, I did. Man, I got I got a lot of good stuff. I got a wood burning kit that I've been looking at. Okay, that sounds so scary. I, so I can start making pretty things on wood designs. Yeah. Um, so next year's Christmas presents to people will be homemade. <laughs> Save me some coin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's what you're getting. Um, yeah, I got some cool shirts. Too much candy, as always. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a good Christmas. Um, right on. Yeah, I got some wireless headphones, so now I can run without wires. Oh, yeah. Try those out. Let um, me know how those work. Yeah, I'm excited to test out, but it was a good Christmas. Kids got spoiled. Of course. Just kind of nice to relax and uh, not have to worry about anything. We had two days of parties, though, back to back. We had my wife's family over the one night, and the very next night we had my family over. Oh, man. Which was a lot more low-key. Right. Um, my family was a little bit smaller, plus they're a little bit older. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't have a lot of little kids running around have a snowball fight in my house, um, actually, on one night. Gotcha. Um, that got a little out of control, yeah. but <laughs> a lot of fun, though, uh, just to see family. You get to see them once or twice a year, so so that worked out. Didn't do any running. Um, was kind of fighting a head cold, a little congestion the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was right there, and I could feel it when I wake up right. and when I go to sleep, and so I was just fighting that. So I didn't get out and didn't get to do any running, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Christmas was good. Um, right a lot on. of... A lot of a lot of happy people that we know around. Um, but yeah, the other thing we did while you were gone is we opened up a new event. Oh, that's right. We uh, weren't going to open it up. I thought, ah, what the heck, let's throw it out there. Right. Um, it's open now. It's the Solomon Snowcross event, which is new for us. Yeah. It's a little bit different than what we're used to putting on. Obviously, by the name of the event we were working with solomon right um the race is going to be on february 24th mm-hmm. and it's going to have it's like a duathlon we talked about it a little bit yep uh so you're going to do some ski laps on skate ski or classic ski yeah so 5k and which you can actually if you don't have some we'll have some there for free yeah but you need to register for that beforehand and click Please. the box that says yeah. yes so we know right and then you have a transition zone, and you check on your running shoes and take off on a nice little snow run in the mountains. Or if you don't want to run, you can have a partner. Yep, so it can be solo, you do mm-hmm. it all, or team, right. which means two. 
I think this will be a fun event. Too. It's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah. that's open for registration. We'll have a link here in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. There's going to be chili and hot cocoa at the finish. Something a little different, but you know, the big thing, it's not going to be a huge event. Um, so what it's really going to be good for is people wanting to try stuff out. Exactly. Right. Kind yeah. of a, kind of introducing mm-hmm. them to either running in right. the snow or what or I'm looking forward to, throwing on some skinny skinny skis and yeah. seeing I how I can stand up. Weekend. Try it out. Well, they got um, got some good snow. I, I want to go check it out. I've never skated up there before. I did many, many years ago. So I want to go check out what they've got. I know that they, they just groomed it after the storm. Yeah. I don't know if they've got the loops groomed in yet. I think they got the main road groomed. So That'd be go, fun go to head up there. So that's going to be at the Ogden Nordic Center. They're helping us out there. But if, for the race, you get an all-day pass, too. So when the race yeah, is exactly. over, you can go back out and yeah. do some more laps mm-hmm. or have your family come up. It's going to be 8 a.m. They open at 10. Right. Um, so we'll have the first couple hours to ourselves. Mm-hmm, that'll be um, fun. Hopefully, with, you know, with a brand new inflatable arch. That's right. That we're looking at. But yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, the registration is open. Uh, you could be the first person to register. Right. Um, it'd be fun to see you guys up there. Um, and also, let's, uh, while we're here talking about race, we'll just uh, talk about the Buffalo Run. It's starting to uh, starting to get some more registrations going. It's getting real. Yeah, because it's a 400 cap. Two months. Yeah. Two, little over two months. Ten it's March weeks. 10th. you got about 10 weeks left to get ready, yeah. which is plenty of time. Flip phone Martinez. She's to registered, too. Did she get, like, officially registered? I think so. If not, this is the, I'm not going to stop. It's going to happen. She, until she gets on there and hits that submit button. No, I don't think she and has And then yet. I'll find somebody else. To go after. And go after. So if you if you know us, you better register now. Pretty or you're going to get called out. Yeah. Because we're going to go for it. Because we want to fill this sucker. Well, yeah. Uh, well, it's a fun race. It's a really fun race. Like I, sp- I mean, I'll say it every time. It's my first ever trail race. Yeah. So I can't help but have this special place for it. It's a, it's a great way to test your fitness in the springtime. It's close to everything along the Wasatch Front. Um, if you don't live along the Wasatch Front, come visit us. Yep. We're here. The the hotels are close by. It's easy to drive out to Antelope Island. And Antelope Island itself is really cool. It really is. It's kind of funny when people that live here, they're like, man, I, I haven't been out there forever. Or right. I've never been out on Antelope Island. I can't believe that. That's weird, right, if they yeah. live here and they've never been out there. Because mm-hmm. it's a different everything. It is. Right? I mean, it's you got antelope and there. buffalo and big bucks and yep. foxes and coyotes mm-hmm. and everything roaming around, just kind of hanging out. There's camping yep. spots out there for those brave enough to camp when it's available. And there's that historic ranch on the south end of the island. It's really cool to uh, explore. That is neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, really pretty area, too, with big trees, grassy area. Oh, yeah. It's really pretty. A lot of people do family photos there because yeah, it's so win. cool, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. It gives you something to look forward to through the winter, right. especially here in Utah where the snow just hit. So we're going to be having snow for a while. Yeah, next two months. Um, so it's going to be one of those things where it's something to train for, something to look forward to, something early. Like Joel said, it's 25K. It's great entry level if you've never done something mm-hmm. like this. And those that have done it before, man, it's just a, an awesome course to get after it. Yeah, test you your know what fitness. I mean? It's just one of those where you can just you can just get after it. Yeah. Like just push it. Yep. It's nothing too I want to say hard. That's maybe it's not the right word. It's as hard as you want to make it. Yeah. How's it, that? There we go. Perfect. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Jim's a great race director. Him and his wife, Karen, do such a good job putting that on with all the volunteers they have. Um, I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah. Like, we'll be out there. So we'd love we to will. see you guys out capacity. there. Um, we'd love to see you guys out there to visit, say hi, and just crush it. Yeah. Just get out there for a, for a nice little uh, push, I guess, so to say. Let's skip ahead a little bit from most shows, because... People heard my pleas, which I appreciate. 
Mm-hmm. And so we have some Ask Trail Manners this week. We got we three. Had, we have three. We had zero last week, and that stung. Like, right. I was, like, up all Christmas Eve, like, writing a letter to Santa, leaving uh-huh. those cookies saying. Just, you're like, why am I on the naughty list? Why? What did I do? Yeah. I feel like I've done pretty good this year. I've, I've, I'm not going to get into it, but I feel like I've done pretty good this year. So we'll start with, uh, I'm just going to read these word for word. And so we'd love to see more next week as well. So the first one. It's uh, written to the high priest of elevation, mm-hmm. which I'm digging these comments, by the way. Accolades. Um, so here it is. I'm pretty sure that you've already started to record this week's single track session. Which well, we did. Which we, we. However, I'm curious if you guys like to use any caffeinated products during races or training runs. Sincerely, asleep at the wheel. Hmm. So that's a good question. Because this, this is one you see a lot of with people like, I can't do this, I can't right. do that. When mm-hmm. I first started, uh, my first 100, I never even thought about caffeinated stuff. Right. But I remember going into the race and I'm thinking, okay, there's 100 miles, which means I'll be running through the night, through mm-hmm. the mo- early morning. What should I do? And someone said, say, to, say, take some notos with you. Okay, this is like 2000, when was it? Uh, eight, okay. nine, something like that. Right. My first Wasatch. Yeah. And they said, and back then there wasn't all this other fancy stuff out. And I'm like, no, I've never, I've only had Nodos once. Right. And that was when I was driving far, far away. Yeah. And that didn't work out so good (laughs) because I got an upset stomach. Right. It hurt. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I hallucinated. Those are all the things (laughs) you don't want to happen in the middle of the night. (laughs) So I quickly, I took some with me just in case, but I don't think I used them. I think, but I was super sleepy through the night. Yeah, that's normal. But now they've got it in gels. They got it in everything. They've got it in drinks. Gum. Gum. Yeah, mm-hmm. run gum is a perfect example. Right. Um, so have I used, I take caffeinated stuff with me on all long races. Okay. 50 miles. So say, let me say 50, and over, 50 miles and over, I take caffeinated stuff with me. And long training runs, I do for the simple fact of I don't ever want to try something in a race that I haven't tried on a training run. Right. Right. So I have tried run gum. Yeah. That gives you a pretty sweet little buzz if you're not used to it. Okay. Um, it's like chewing gum, so yeah. it's pretty it's easy like this, on your belly. It's like this direct shot right into the system, It huh? is. It really is. But I didn't have a crash from it either. Oh, okay. A lot of people say with caffeine, you know, caffeinated products. But now they've got, obviously, a lot of gels that are caffeinated, non-caffeinated. Right. Um, I have to, if I take caffeinated stuff, it's got to be strategic, right? I can't take, like, three caffeinated gels in a row. No. You know? So I think... First of all, well, let me rewind. If you're going to try it, try it on a training run. Well, yeah. You know, before you do anything else. But I think a lot of it, when you say if you tried it on a training run, how far are you going? Are you doing a night run? Are you trying to, you know, have a race coming up, right. so you're going through the night, yeah. and you want to get used to running at night? But personally, I take caffeinated stuff with me. I drink coffee, crazy coffee. Right. So caffeine's not this big no-no for me. Yeah, exactly. You I know? think that's for... First question is, do you drink coffee already? Are you or caffeinated? Yeah, are you already caffeinated? Yeah. Right, because then the the dose or the effect of the caffeine in the product is going to be a lot less um, noticeable. Yeah. Right? So um, I think that just don't overdo it, right? Yeah. That's just probably the, the safe thing to do is, you know, you get into the aid station and you see a little bit of soda there. It's okay to have a little. Yeah, Coke. If you're used to it. Yep. Just don't overdo it. See, and I'll drink right. coffee at aid stations in night. When, uh, in night. the middle of the night, I, I like to have a cup of coffee yeah. if it's available. Yep. And usually I, I'll bring one of those Starbucks Vias with me. Yep. And I can make a small cup of coffee right then and there. Yeah. And drink it. And that'll wake me up a little. 
Yeah, I think I think Joel hit it right on the head though. Are you do you drink or, yeah. or do you have caffeine in no, your lifestyle? Are you lifestyle? caffeinated already? Yeah. Are you decafed? It, yeah. If you're decafed, absolutely test it on the training oh run. It's small yeah. dosages. It can wreck your stomach so fast. It can. And I, yeah. I think it was a few years ago, and I'm going to call him out because he wouldn't mind, but Jim Skaggs ran the Wasatch, and he, I think he dropped it. Uh, like Big Mountain or Lambs. Well, it was, it was after Lambs, um, Upper Big Water, Mill yeah. Creek, whatever, because he thinks he had too much caffeine. Oh, yeah. And he said, you know, he, he, he DNF, but he said after a few hours he started to feel better. He's like, right. I wish I would have waited. Gotcha. But he thinks he had just too much caffeinated right. product in mm-hmm. his stomach, and it just turned it big time on yeah. him. Yeah, I tend not to drink, have too much caffeine in my gels. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're marked on there, caffeinated or not. Switch them up. Yeah. Have one. Because I don't think there's enough, personally, in a gel to really do that much. I maybe don't think if you're so. not used to caffeine, maybe. I, mean, I if can't you're doing, speak. Like you said, if you're doing nonstop caffeine gels, though, it'll, it'll jack you up. Oh, yeah, for right? sure. Well, if you're taking three an hour and they're all caffeinated, that's like a cup of coffee, probably. And I think that's partly why I like that new run. Well, it's not new anymore, but kind of new is run gum. Right. Something you can spit out. You know, yep. they have I think three or four pieces of gum in one of those packets. Yeah, I don't know how much caffeine's in each piece. I can't. Or how, yeah, how much caffeine's in each piece? I, it's not that much. Yeah, but it's definitely a good it's one just to try. To kind of keep you on this elevated sense, right? Yeah. Or you could Heightened. pop one, and then when that right. kind of dies, pop another one and yeah. chew it. I know, I'd like to try that for a, for a night race. You know what I mean? I've t- I've done run gum I when I've tried driven. it in the evening because right around on ten or eleven is when I get super sleepy. At, at night? Yeah, right? When you're racing. And that would be nice to have just a little bit right there. Just a little And then little a couple hours later is when I like that cup of coffee. Yeah. Just something satisfying about having that cup of coffee oh. about 2, 3 S- in the morning. The smell right? of it. Yeah, exactly. Because you know what it means. Yeah, it's like this <laughs> ritual. <laughs> Wakes you up. I'm drinking coffee right now, I'm man. I'm ready to go. I haven't <laughs> had enough yet today. I need some more. Um, but yeah, I think, I think run gum would be a good one. I've yeah. taken it when I've been driving late mm. and just kind of chewed it. Right. And never had a problem, but it also gives you a little minty breath. Okay. It has different flavors, which is nice to have when after you've been racing for eighteen hours, and just and you get that dog breath, yeah, <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, um, so that's that. I think that's uh, that's the first question. Okay, uh, that last trail matters. Second one again is from the same individual, Richard Allen. This one's titled "Sultans of Switchbacks." Mm, yes, if you could only eat one post-race meal ever again. Mm-hmm. And then it says the same meal after every race. Okay. Not one more for all time. Right. What would it be? Mm. Signed, sincerely, fearfully famished. Mm. One post race. This one's hard for me. I don't have a meal. I have a place where I would eat. A location. Yes, a location. It's Yellowstone Garage. Now, see, the Yellowstone Garage used to be in um, Dubois, Wyoming. It used to be an old garage. Okay. It had the, probably the best food I've ever had in my whole life. Really? Italian food, right? And I've been jaded since then because no other Italian food measures up to this place. And then eventually they'd move to Jackson Hole because they need a bigger place. And uh, obviously there was a bigger market there. And eventually the original owners sold it, retired to, who knows, Tuscany, right? Italy, to, to live out their, their lives on some wine. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do believe, though, recently it was resurrected. Hmm. In Jackson? You can find it just south of Alpine, Wyoming now, and it's called a supper club. Uh Uh-oh. 
Mm-hmm. Alpine. So I mean, if you're if you're leaving Alpine, you make your stop at Melvin Brewery, which you should. You which pick up you know six pack of two by four. <laughs> you keep going south, not far past that location. It's on the left hand side, and it looks like a dump, like some derelict old hotel, motel. It's there. Huh. That's where I would go for my last post race meal. Wow. I mean, he's you've got it pretty dialed in. I'm. I, I think, it de- to me, it depends. When are we having this? Are we f- having this, like, right when we finish? Are we having it f- three hours after a race? Because that's where I... That's I'm going to say I, three hours after the race. Okay, perfect. Because yeah. after a race, I'm, it well, usually just, depends, just and depends I usually don't want anything. How, how hot the race has been? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if it's super hot, I want no food. <laughs> we've we've tested that. We have. That's bad news. At the uh, smut. Yeah. <laughs> a couple years ago. Wow, that's a tough one for me. Post One post-race meal again. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always. Sometimes I just crave that junk, right? Yeah. So sometimes it's like a big old fat greasy burger from a from non. From Loco. Yeah, from a non, yeah. Those are great. Yeah. But from a non fast foodie place. Yeah, I right? know what you mean. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's those little drive-throughs, those drive-ins. You can get some bacon on there, right. some big old steak fries. Mm-hmm. Oh I mean, my God, we had Bojangles. Oh, like right. four times. And that's and it, that's a chicken place, right? It's yeah, it's a southern chicken and biscuit place. Okay. Their French fries are to die for. <laughs> Dude, that, the the seasoning on their fries, I can just line that seasoning up and cut it up like I'm doing cocaine line. I just <laughs> snort that crap all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Well, Christmas is already taken care of for next year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I think that's me. I, I like this that big old greasy with uh, maybe a milkshake because I could use some sugar. And that's a meal. I'm not it's talking right too. after race. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's kind of where I crave. Yeah. And again, there's got to be a beer associated with it for me. Yeah, I of love course. a good IPA to wash it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll never say no to deep fried cheese curds. Ever. Mm, that'd be a good combination. Ever. So we'll see you if we can get fat. that for Carol Loco this year. That'd be solid. Deep fried cheese curds. That's the just, finish line. I, that's that's what I would do. I think we can make that happen. Uh, I'm, I'll follow you that down that road. If it if it's you're gonna be volunteering, why don't you just make that happen? I don't know how to work a deep fryer. It's easy. Actually, I have one. I have a turkey fryer. Same thing. Maybe I'll have to cheese uh, curd that thing out. I'll do an internship at Roosters before, right? Talk to Brandon. Just be an intern just for the cheese curds. Yep. That's it. Yep. And uh, hook people up if I don't eat them all. So you better run fast. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have our third trail manners question and this is a good one because i mm-hmm. didn't i got the magazine i didn't read through the entire article but i definitely saw it oh yeah as it says trail manners mm-hmm. i recently read an article in trail runner magazine about the benefits of training with a weighted vest right. now that we are moving into winter mm-hmm. it is becoming more difficult to get the same elevation on runs mm-hmm. and i'm concerned about losing some of my fitness level so i'm curious on your thoughts on using something like this have you guys ever trained with one before if not, I would love to hear how you keep your leg strength up when the snow gets too deep to run. Thanks, mm-hmm. Garth. And so there's a couple ways we can approach this. Yeah. One, we can approach it from the local perspective because it's Garth and we know that he lives here and what train he's training he, on. He's training on. Two, we can look at it from like where Richard Allen's training. Pancake flat, lots of wind. Yeah. Yeah. Dreary. Yeah. I think from the local standpoint, from from basically the Wasatch Front, basically any mountain town now, the trails are going to get tracked out fast enough that you can still get your running in. Yeah. Right? I know for us, Malins is a good example. It's 2,000 feet of climbing and two miles, and that pretty much can be run all day after the storm. Yep. 
so you can still get up and do that. Um, it maybe get a little icy, but I think that you can work around those icy spots. Um, for those people that don't have that advantage of having a big mountain to go climb, uh, race vest or weighted vest is a great tool. Yeah, get one that's fifteen twenty pounds. And you're talking about going up with it, mm. or just running, running? I think just running with it. Maybe I don't know about running too much with it. You have to ease into that, you know. Your body's not used to having that added stress. So if you think about your joints, tendons, ligaments, uh, ligaments, uh, muscles. Uh, you don't want to stress those too much right away. Yeah. So small dose, dose to start off, and then keep adding time and and distance and maybe intensity uh, as the weeks progress until you're really used to it. Nice. Yeah. Well, I know weighted, so weighted vests, from what I've seen a lot of times, aren't cheap. So what I like to do is come about September, October, I just like to eat more. Oh, and I build my my own doing it. my own plus I get some insulation so but I isn't stay that cooler. the same thing right or you're still spending extra money because you're eating more yeah, but I'm gonna eat anyway okay this is just a way I can justify it all right right and I don't have to wear it every time like I don't have to get up and That's see if true. it fits all over my it slowly my comes on so that way your tendons and ligaments get used to it yeah it's a, so it's a slow progression gotcha I don't gain 15 pounds overnight even though it feels like it when I wake up in the morning sometimes right. so I work on that all right um, that's kind of my winter trick okay my problem is is I started put a weight vest on in like 2013 2014 right and i haven't taken it off yet oh yes you see what i'm saying i do see what you're saying so that's my problem is uh the weight vest is easier to take off than uh, my training method yeah but i think my training method's more holistic gotcha right because my body's used to it it hates me on the whole body instead of just the vest yeah i mean you got it in your legs yeah your 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 haunch yep kind of everywhere so it evenly balances out so you just don't have you're not so top heavy exactly there you go i'm not top heavy Mm -hmm. so that's why i do it that way but it's not for everybody no um what the the vest or your method my method okay or the vest probably gotcha i guess because i wouldn't put a vest on because i'm when i track up after joel up up a peak right we're going up malins i've got a big weight vest on compared to what joel's got on like if he checked a weight if we could even our weight out yeah it would be a different game right right because your post hole in a good six inches more than me. Yeah, I'm watching Joel ahead of me, and he's on top of the snow, and I'm like, yeah. flunk, I'm up to my knee. Yeah, I'm exactly. like, this is ridiculous. Because <laughs> um, we used to do that a lot We when we ran with a couple local guys. When we ran. Yeah, BJ and John. A couple mean, twiggy well, I'm twiggies. talking just period, like just when we actually ran. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah before we started tapering. Yeah. Um, but these guys were, su- they could, bu- I mean, they oh were fit God. anyway. Let's right. get that. They They're weighed, younger. They weighed like 105 pounds. Yeah, so they would head up somewhere. Wet. And yeah. it'd be like, well, there they go. Yeah. And it's like, you can, I'm like, here, you throw this 75-pound weight vest on, right? and let's let's do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that's a good question, though. But I think the other thing, um, and Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, because one of the things, I would love to hear how you keep your leg strength up when the snow gets too deep to oh, run. Oh, man. Well, I mean, running in snow is like strength training, Yeah, right? that's what I was going to say. Because um, it's harder. Because I saw a post from Ty Draney. Yeah. Um, he did like a... I don't know, five-mile run took them like two and a half hours, or three, three hours, hours something like because that. the snow was so deep. Yeah. So you're definitely getting more there, but there's also the cross-training as well. Oh, yeah, you got to get in the gym. Gotta, you know, you got to lift. You got to get in the gym and lift, and a lot of people get on stationary bikes. A lot of people do yeah, vert on a too. treadmill, but it's, great. but it's, you know, it's kind of the squats, lift. the lunges, yeah. stuff like kettlebell that. Kettlebell swings. Kettlebell yeah. swings. Deadlifts. Another Go way to it. add that in there, too. So and I think that's kind of a key advantage here. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, again, where we're located, skiing. 
skiing's good or you know cross I mean? country skiing yeah skate skiing so there's a lot of different ways you mm-hmm. can do that i mean i think it's on your own on that weight vest thing i think joel touched on it pretty good but i think there's enough tools out there right that i don't know if you need a weight vest I mean, maybe he's got one already and that's yeah or maybe he's got a line on one where he can get one cheap yeah or just go I get a puffy coat and fill it with it, lead if i had to add a new tool to my set that was going to benefit my running Year-round weight vest would not be one. Okay, what yeah. would it be? What would be Probably your tools? kettlebell. Yeah, you could do so much with that. One yeah. kettlebell, get-ups, one-arm swings, yeah. double swing. Yep, all kinds of stuff. Squats, lunges. Yeah, core work. Little teacup dips. Yeah, that's whatever right. those are called. Teapots. 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 I knew it was something like. It's been a while. Um, so yeah, I think those are good questions for sure. Because I think these are things that a lot of people out there either want to know right have questions on or mm-hmm. maybe they have been thinking especially with gars just you know reading you know Troner magazine comes out it's you know Troner bible half the time so people are in it right right and i wish i would have read through the whole article but i don't know weight vests have never interested me because i just i just bring my own yeah. you know i'm kind of bring your own weight vest b-y-o-w-b gotcha because i'm really big into acronyms um, so yeah those are great questions from uh, the trail manners folks for the mm-hmm. Ask Trail Matters session, so keep them coming. Uh, right. We love to answer those every week, because a lot of them are good, and we can get stuff out of them, too, because I'd never thought of a couple of these for sure. Post-race meal I could think of every day, though. <laughs> um, probably on my way home. Um, um, now I'm going to get into, we'll, we'll hit the Strava mm-hmm. um, people, and then we'll go ahead and get into the Woody Footies. Yeah. Uh, Strava group this week, distance, Trevor Fuchs, 80 mile, Ooh. 80.2. That's really good. Uh, Runtime, Andy Noyes. Of course. 19 hours, 17 minutes. Whoa, that's a pretty big drop for him. He's usually around 30 hours. I think 20 to up. Maybe the holiday. holidays. Yeah. yeah. Probably had some parties. Uh, climbing again. So last week we had climbing that was really off the charts. And that person messaged suspect. me. And they were like, yeah, something was going on. With right. He thought it was funny. Yeah. Which is awesome. He's like, he totally owned it. He's like, yeah, I was just running and something was going on with my, my Garmin. But it's pretty cool to see. So it was pretty <laughs> funny. So I was legit. Though so this week we have another one. So this one climbing on the record was Jeremiah Breeze, 87,346. Holy cow. So something that, was jacked on his watch. So either he's been crushing it. Yeah. Right? Or there's something wrong. So yeah. I'm always going to say the next person. It's kind of more in the line of realistic in my book. There we go. Right? Yeah. And it, the next one would be Tara Warren. Oh, good for her. 16,868. Dang. That's a lot. So that's still a lot. For this it, time of year, that's yeah. a lot. Um, but Jeremiah. That's eight trips up Malin's. Yeah, good job. Yeah, that good is, math. That's a lot of trips up Malins. Maybe that's what half of them were. Probably. You know, <laughs> like maybe eight to 10,000 of it was Malins. Probably. Because it's living right there. So good job on the Strava Week. We're at like 340 people on that page. Whoa. We'd like to go to 400 because we're going to do a contest in February. Okay. And, uh, yeah, let's jump into the next one. I was actually down at my good friends at the Sign Garage uh, before Christmas, like a couple days before. Yeah. Um, paying our bill for shirts and uh, checking out all the cool stuff they were doing. They're getting some woodworking stuff now, which was pretty cool. Made some wood ornaments for trees. Oh. Which turned out really cool. They were selling. That's neat. That's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, they were great. Uh, I'm trying to talk them into doing some more races because Elizabeth came out and did the Nordic Valley race. And she had a good time. And she loved it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, go check those guys out. They're always coming out with new stuff. It's just so cool. Um, and they, again, yeah, if you need shirts for an event, hit them up. Cause everybody loves our shirts. Yeah. I mean, they're like, man, I wish more races did nicer shirts like this. I think we can up our game even more with our shirts. Yeah. I think so. Joel's loving this man up in games. I, I think can, we can do it. Cause we have to up our game in different places every year. Oh, yeah, and some of do. them are harder than others. Yes. I, I think that we can still tweak the shirts, get a little bit better shirt. Got, got it. Um, so this week uh, for Woody Footies, a lot of good ones, 
And one right. of the trends you definitely saw was a lot of snow. Lots right? of snow. Lots of pictures with snow. Mm-hmm. Um, just some really good ones from new people. Yeah. Uh, some it looks like they were out for their you know Christmas Eve runs together, celebrating with jumps <laughs> and hops and right. cool scenery and everything and else. Don't get hurt doing your jumps and your hops. Yeah, because we won't. We we gotta. We're not liable. Yeah, we don't have a waiver yet, but <laughs> you know, if you post something, that's your waiver. But we had one this this week that. Uh, was pretty was pretty solid. Yeah, who was it? Uh, Jocelyn Volpe, Switzerland. Oh, Mount. I think it was Mount Bray. B R with one of those little yeah, yeah. hyphen things. It was funny. Andrew Giles goes, "I can't compete against this." <laughs> He's like, "How am I supposed to?" And compete? I'm like, "You know what? You're right. You can't." <laughs> Most people can. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, you know, up high in the mountains mm-hmm. of a mountain town in Switzerland, you got it was like the island out in the middle of the lake. Right. Um, so yeah, that was our winner this week. I mean, there's a lot of good ones. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes you just get those ones that come along. That you get one, like, you're like, yep, you won. I'm out. Yep. Um, so Jocelyn, great, great photo. Thank you so much for posting it. Uh-huh. Switzerland, um, definitely on my bucket list to go to. We had that talk a couple shows ago. We uh, did. Didn't make my top five, but it's in there, especially yeah. after seeing photos like that too. Oh yeah. And you know they got chocolate. Yeah. And that's real big during the holidays. I got my share. It's big year round. Toblerone bars uh, yeah. this Christmas. And the lint balls, the L I N D T, not the ones that get out of the dryer. Lint. <laughs> lint. Yeah. I call them lint balls because yeah. my kids think I'm goofy anyway. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, Jocelyn. Send me your information. It's coming uh, international. I know. Um, but what a, what a solid shot that was. So thank you very much um, for posting that. You'll see that on the uh, Instagram as we post it. Uh, what else we got? Um, Oh, I got a touch base. Fantasy Football League's over. Oh, good. The Trail Manor's Fantasy Football League was a tight one. Who won? Um, Ten-point difference in the final. Okay. And the guy that won, I mean, both guys just had guys that killed it. Uh, Brady's Pink Hocas is the team name. (laughs) That's uh, managed by Trent. Uh, He won versus the the last Lions fan, which is Nate. (laughs) So Brady's Pink Hocas is the first ever. Nate Reese, I think, was the second place. Yeah. Uh, Trent was the first. I think it's Sorensen. Okay. Um, was first place. Brady's Pink Hocus is, is the winner of the inaugural Trail Manners Fantasy nice. Football League. Now, um, it's apropos that Trent came in second because he posted. Trent won. Trent won? Uh, yeah. Nate. Nate. Came sorry. In Nate came in second. He posted a, uh, um, what's that thing we do on Wednesday? Woody Footy. The Woody Footy. She <laughs> was. <laughs> Time zones got Joel mixed the, up. The acronyms are getting me a little confused. <laughs> so, what do you f- so he posted something from the Palisades course, and he had a BYU shirt on. Oh, okay. I see that. He was disqualified. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, did you see someone posted BYU Pilsner glasses for beer? <laughs> really? Yeah, that they're making. I'm what? Like, yeah, right? It just kind of It is, right? It's like this really nice BYU Pilsner glass. Well, I can see that. I mean, it's kind of like near beer. Basically, a Pilsner is. It's like <laughs> maybe 3% alcohol if you're lucky, right? Pilsner's a near beer. I like yeah. that. So all you Pilsner drinkers, sorry about that. <laughs> I just, we just had to bust his, his, his butt there for a little bit for showing that BYU shirt on yeah. our, our website. Uh, but yeah, Trail Manners Fantasy Football. First yeah. year goes to Congratulations. Trent. Brady's Pink Hocus. Congratulations. Um, solid all year. Um, just, I don't know. Good job. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, um, not, our, much, not much going on right now. Yeah, it's kind of that slow season. Got the mm-hmm. holidays. Um, next week, no show next week either. Yep, next Tuesday there's no show. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday we're going to probably have a contest, and I'm not going to tell you what it's for. Right. Um, but it's our first single track for 20, 2018. Yeah. 
Holy crap. Hey, we'll talk about goals and stuff like that. Absolutely. Get on the record. That's what I say, accountability. Yeah. That's what you got to do. And we're going to let other people chime in, too, to tell us what their accountability is. So Yeah. And we're at the new studio here. Uh, yeah. Um, back at Bomber Studio here, um, where I first started coming in. And remember, when I come in here every time, the biggest thing I remember, tailpipes. Yeah, th- we're not going to do that anymore. That's the first thing that comes in, like, oh, oh hey, sorry. We'll, we'll figure out something that's <laughs> similar. Um, yeah, thanks again for listening to the show. It's been a great 2017. Um, we've had a lot of fun, uh, made some big, big strides. And we're going to have... This, with over this next week, because New Year's is when everybody, like Joel mentioned, goals, resolute, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them, you know, we'll play the game. Right. You don't have to just set them first of the year, but I think it's kind of that clean slate. Yeah. Get rid of whatever mm-hmm. and start over. But we're going to pay attention to our social media feed on Facebook because we're going to have some cool things on there. A lot of questions I've already come up with, some ideas. Uh, to hear from you, the listener, into 2018 because we want to have another solid year. we got more races on the calendar. Right. Um, and a few other ideas that we have. Some, you know, We'll talk about uh, coming up some of our races we're doing in 2018 oh, yeah. um, just so it would be nice to see a lot of people there, some meet-up opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean that's pretty much it. If you want to, you know, jump on board and be a sponsor of the show, let us know for 2018. We're we're definitely growing as weeks go by, and man, I'm super pumped for a new year. Really, I'm ready to leave 2017 behind and, and s- do that start from scratch, clean slate, and see what I can see what I can pull off here. Right. So, uh, everybody have a safe. Please be safe. Happy New Year. Yeah. Use Uber if you need to. Um, we're gonna tie into some heady toppers. Thank you so much, um, Amy. Oh, f- from Vermont, Amy. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, single track session number 69, end of 2017. We're out of here. We will see you again in 2018.